This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Good morning. It is sunrise for this Thursday morning as we kick off another day together. Chad Hirschberger filling in for Mark Lawrence again this morning. Mark's going to be back tomorrow. We have two in-studio guests that we're going to talk to twice this hour. Kim Smith is here. She's the safety press officer for PennDOT District 3. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Chad. And Angela Bieber's here. She's the community traffic safety program person, also for PennDOT District 3. Welcome to you, Angela. Thank you. We are glad you're here. We're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, Tis the season. We're getting ready for the holidays with Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. I just realized it's one week away from today, Thanksgiving. And uh, as some people note, uh, next Wednesday night is a night that uh, a lot of people might be home for the holidays, not have much to do with families and so forth, so they go out and meet friends often go to establishments that have alcohol. And so uh, increases of driving under the influence um, are a little more prevalent around Thanksgiving, so much so that now um, there is a new term, drinksgiving, mm-hmm. that is often used. Tell us about that, Kim. Yeah, so uh, it's called drinksgiving or Blackout Wednesday, and it's the Wednesday, the, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and what we see is a spike in impaired driving crashes. Um, and a lot of that is because people don't have to work usually on Thursday, so they're coming home to see their family, and while they're home, they're meeting up with their high school friends and, and what have you. And so they're going out to the bars, and we're seeing that spike in impaired driving crashes. So over the past five years, um, in Pennsylvania, there were 138 drivers involved in fatal crashes on Thanksgiving Eve, just in that 12-hour period from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So it definitely is a problem. And uh, typically, is it the younger folk, like 21 to 24, um, as they're probably home from college and meeting up with friends? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That 21 to 24 represents a large percentage of those crashes, about 40 four percent of those alcohol drivers and paired driving crashes um, that are fatal on Thanksgiving Eve involved that, that age group. So uh, make sure to get a designated driver, right? Yeah, absolutely. Get a designated driver. Plan a safe way home before you go out because once you start drinking, you're not making great decisions. So if you have that plan, whether it's going to be calling an Uber, calling a taxi, um, having a friend lined up to take you home, that's what you want to make that plan before you go out. And of course, as we kick off uh, the holiday season next week with Thanksgiving, we go into the month of December, lots of holiday activities. We get to Christmas, we get to New Year's. It's just this big, long, about six weeks of holiday stuff. Tell us what PennDOT's doing to um, promote um, safe holidays, especially on the roadways. Right, so we, we really go out and do a lot of community programs. We talk to students from high school to college age. Um, We go to senior centers, all of those things. And really, we go out to remind everybody how to, um, you know, stay safe when they're driving, including things like not driving impaired, not driving distracted, wearing their seatbelt. The holidays is a tragic time to lose anybody. So, you know, any traffic fatality is a tragedy, but it's especially um, elevated during the holidays. You don't want to have that time of year be a sad time for you. And Angela, I th- uh, think that, you know, in my lifetime, I've seen uh, the campaigns for Click It or Ticket and, and the sa- uh, safety belts. Um, it seems to me like um, these days, most people, myself included, it's just natural to put on your seatbelt. But are, do you still have issues where you got to remind people to wear those uh, safety belts? 
Absolutely. We're, we always remind people to wear their safety belts because they uh, have been proven time and time again to save lives, even if you're, you know, whether it's a minor accident or a very serious accident. Um, the seat belt is going to save your life. So the Click It or Ticket campaign actually just started this week um, and goes through next week as well and kind of blends in with the, the holiday season impaired driving campaign altogether. It just amazes me because we get the press releases from uh, Pennsylvania State Police of accidents and they list that people wear their seatbelts uh, in those and uh, you know most people do but when I come across one that says no I'm like wow all this education that you've done um, why is it so important to remind people of that particularly at this time of year? Well, we want everybody to be safe on the on the highways. Um, and like I said, if you're wearing your seatbelt, you're more likely to um, be less injured and actually survive a, a crash if you're involved in it. How does PennDOT work with local authorities as far as uh, enforcement, um, doing special things this time of year, particularly for uh, DUI traffic stops or things like that? Right. Um, what is the cooperation there between um, your efforts and uh, the enforcement side? Right. So um, PennDOT does offer funding to municipal and state police. Um, so the ones that are focused on areas where there are a lot of crashes. So if you have an area that has a lot of unbelted crashes, um, we might work with that police department through grant money for them to be able to go out and do extra enforcement. So it kind of helps pay for their overtime, if you will, um, to have that, those, those extra officers out there um, looking for those items. And if you get pulled over during a campaign, whether it be impaired driving or click it or ticket, you're going to be cited. They're not going to just give you a warning. And that's the uh, second ticket in addition to whatever Right, other right, because the seatbelts are a secondary uh, law for adults. Now, it's a primary law for children, so anybody who appears to be under the age of 18 unbuckled in a car, they can pull you over for that reason alone. Um, so the example I always give is my, my son when he was 16, looked about 12. So when he was 18 and driving, he did look quite young, and just the appearance of him without a seatbelt on, they would him over for that reason. So in these holidays uh, where we're trying to get places and we're communicating with family and friends and telling them about uh, where we are and our location, um, talk a little bit about distracted driving and how um, we shouldn't let our guard down during the holidays with uh, texting and driving and things like that. Right. You know, one of the messages that we like to give to especially our young drivers is talk to your parents about the fact that you're not going to respond to their text, you know, when you're driving and, and stick to that. You know, wait till you get to a safe location and then text them back or call them back. But, you know, even hands-free talking is a distraction. Your mind does not focus fully on driving. It's actually focused on the conversation. You might be envisioning what the person's telling you, uh, maybe envisioning what they look like when they're talking to you. And so you're really not focused. So even though cell phones, um, you know, texting is, is a distraction by taking your hands off the wheel and your eyes off the road and your mind off the task of driving. Hands-free uh, talking can be just a distraction. And then also, um, you know, be a good passenger no matter your age. You know, don't be distracting that driver. Your life is literally in their hands. So, you know, be an extra set of eyes for them and not a distraction to them. And Angela, we focused a little bit uh, on young folks, particularly with the uh, drinking and texting, which uh, kind of skews younger. But uh, this kind of safety is important for all ages, right? It is important for everyone. Uh, we do focus more on the, the younger 
drivers uh, because the statistics show that they are involved in crashes more often, but it does pertain to everyone. And, uh, you know, even adults, if you have young drivers with you and you're teaching them to drive, you need to be that good role model for them and teach them, you know, wear your seatbelt, don't text and drive, and, and don't be a distraction when you're in the car. And sometimes those, uh, even uh, those that can't drive yet, those youngsters are the ones that help. I know my kids sometimes are like, Dad, what are you messing with this for? Why are you doing that uh, when I'm in the car? Because uh, that will be, uh, could be distracting too. Yeah, and kids will tell on you. We go to elementary schools and they're the first ones. My dad doesn't wear a seatbelt or my mom uses, you know, and so, and we tell them, listen, you can be the seatbelt police. You can remind everybody in the car. You don't have to be the driver to remind everybody in the car to put a, to put a seatbelt on. So uh, when we come back around 7.40, we're going to talk about uh, another thing that's coming up, and that is Older Driver Safety Awareness Week. But mm -hmm. before we talk about that, any parting comments on the holiday season and road safety? I really just encourage everybody to, you know, hear what we're saying. And uh, although you may be driving for a long time, sometimes you need that refresher, those reminders about how to be safe drivers. And, you know, we don't want to have any more fatalities on our roadway. We're working towards zero deaths, so we want to make sure that everybody stays safe, wear their seatbelt and enjoy your holiday. Yeah, same thing. Um, if you're if you are going out and you know partying with friends, whatever it may be, make sure you have a safe ride home. Uh, just plan ahead. Plan ahead for safety. Yeah, that could be your new campaign. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> plan ahead for safety. Um, so yeah, the coming up um, right now we are in the click it or ticket campaign um, that's running until uh, November twenty eighth, and so uh, make sure you wear your seatbelt next week if you're out and about um, having a good time with uh, friends, particularly on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Drinksgiving. There, yeah, if you're on Jeopardy, you got a new, you know this term now. Um, Drinksgiving um, and also Blackout Wednesday, sometimes called, to just be very conscious of what you're doing, plan a ride ahead, and uh, be safe this holiday season. That's right. All right. So these are our safety experts, uh, Kim Smith, Angela Bieber, both from uh, uh, yeah District Three from PennDOT, and we're going to talk to them uh, coming up in just about 20 minutes, and we're going to shift gears a little bit and uh, talk about Older Driver Safety Awareness Week, which is coming up in December. So don't go anywhere, anybody, because you'll want to hear that and uh, get some tips, particularly if you have some older drivers in your family. This is WKOK Sunrise. We're going to check business news next. From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. It is sunrise. Good morning. Thursday, November the 17th. Rob Center, our producer across the glass, making sure everything works well this morning. We've got two guests in the studio. Kim Smith is the safety press officer for PennDOT District 3, and Angela Bieber is the community traffic safety program, also District 3. Welcome again. Thank Welcome you. Welcome back. Actually, they didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I just had some great news given to me. Because of my age, I'm considered an older <laughs> driver. So let's talk about this. Uh, coming up in December, um, we have Older Driver Safety Awareness Week. And uh, it's going to be December 5th through the 9th. And tell us about this uh, Awareness Week and uh, some of the things that you want to do and what you want to make people aware of. Right. So this campaign is really just to promote uh, safety for our mature drivers and share resources that are available to them. So um, things like mature driver classes, safety tips, and even uh, discuss some alternate transportation options for them. 
And uh, is this something that uh, PennDOT does annually? So this week, uh, it's actually a national uh, campaign, and yes, we do do this annually. Um, but older driver safety is something that we do focus year-round uh, because it is uh, a problem in our area, especially in District 3. We actually have a higher percent of, of crashes, fatal crashes in our area than we do statewide um, with our older drivers. So it really is an important topic for us to cover. So we do a lot of programs at like senior action centers. We also do some car fit clinics where we're working with the seniors in their car to making sure they're as safe as possible. Um, some examples of that is making sure that they're wearing their seatbelt properly. Um, are they sitting at least 10 inches away from the airbag and things like that. So we actually work with them in their car to show them how they can uh, keep driving safer and longer. And you were saying uh, the reason that I'm considered an older driver, 45 is the low end threshold for older drivers. Um, I won't divulge my age, but I had, <laughs> I had a significant zero birthday this year. Um, and um, one of the statistics that just is incredible is that 25% of crashes in Pennsylvania in the last five years involve somebody who is 65 and older. Right. And so I think that statistic alone reminds us how important it is to uh, do this older driver safety awareness week. Yeah, when you think about it, you know, our older drivers, uh, age 65 and older, are typically retired. So they're not traveling as often or as far as a lot of us who are, you know, commuting back and forth to work every day. So the fact that statistic is as high as it is, you know, just shows you how important it is to um, to be safe drivers. And um, Angela, what are some of the common things that you see, some of the errors that older drivers often make uh, when they're driving? So a lot of times it might be with um, failing, failure to yield right of way, um, with they may, may not see the oncoming traffic, um, making improper turns or lane changes. Um, Turning left at intersections um, are a very frequent place where crashes um, with older drivers occur. And I imagine that uh, some things that uh, naturally happen to us in our body um, as we age also contribute to some of these things. Yeah, so I, mean, I think we all know that as we age, our vision gets a little bit deteriorated with age. Um, our reaction times get a little bit slower. Um, just a lot, sometimes we take more medications and those medications can also affect the way we drive. And as we get older, particularly those that might be um, uh, very experienced adults, we'll call them, um, it, it's tough to lose the independence of not being able to drive. And so um, a lot of folks uh, in my life who have been, uh, who are older, uh, are a little stubborn about giving up their license and, and admitting that they shouldn't be driving. Um, is that some of what this week also helps to, to make aware that um, these are, you know, it's it's not just a, a personal thing, but it's a safety thing for other people? Right. And it, it is a tough topic, as you said, and I've had to have those conversations as well. Um, one of the things that we do offer on our website is a older driver series. Um, there's booklets that you can actually download and read. And one of the booklets is called A Guide for Family and Friends. And it gives you some ideas of how to approach the subject with the person so that they're not feeling defensive, how to help them figure out the alternate uh, options for transportation, um, how maybe they can offer to you know take them for the weekly grocery shopping, things like that. These are all things I've personally done. I actually took my dad to the step office in Lock Haven, helped him sign up for transportation. I talked to him about giving up driving and you know how it worked for him is he had a near miss he had a situation where a car pulled out in front of him and he could barely get to the break in time um, because of a slower reaction time and because he had some knee issues 
and he was telling me about this near miss and I said to him dad what if that was a four-year-old child that you almost hit and it really struck home with him and that was when he was ready to you know to give it up so we definitely um, recognize that it is a tough subject but there are some uh, resources out there to help you get through that so a near miss like you described mm -hmm. uh, would be uh, one warning sign what are some other warning signs that older drivers should look for so sometimes, I mean, if you just feel uncomfortable getting in the car and getting out there in the traffic, that can be a warning sign. Um, maybe there's uh, some unexplained dents and scrapes in the car. You know, you just bump into that mailbox that's been at the end of the driveway forever. Um, maybe getting lost, not knowing where you're going. Uh, obviously, in this area, we have a lot of road changes, uh, so it can be easy to, to get lost out there, too. We uh, bring awareness during weeks like uh, the upcoming uh, Older Driver Safety Awareness Week. Um, can you give us some safety tips, some things that uh, older drivers should be reminded of, and actually it's probably good for any driver. Right, yeah, definitely. Most of these are um, adequate for everybody. So you want to have regular eye and medical ex exams. You need your both your near and distant vision to be able to drive safely. Um, also, aging eyes become more sensitive to bright lights and glare, so you might want to limit your nighttime driving. Also avoid stressful situations. Um, you know, think of rush hour when the traffic is really heavy. Um, if you can plan your trips to the store or the pharmacy um, at times when less traffic, that might be better. And know your route. Um, I like to remind people to let somebody know where you're going and when you're expected to be home. That way, if you, um, you know, do run into some problems, they know about where to look for you. Of course, you want to avoid traveling in bad weather. Um, check 501 PA before you go. And avoid taking medications before driving, especially new medications that you may not know how they affect you. Um, you know, if they do make you drowsy or tired, then you're not safe to drive. Um, and just other things like making sure that your driver's seat and your mirrors are all adjusted before you, you head out. Um, you want to maintain a safe speed and be on the lookout for cars ahead. And also, you know, follow that following distance. We talk about a four-second gap between the car in front of you and yourself. Um, in inclement weather, you actually want to double that and make it six to eight um, seconds a gap. And uh, just, you know, be, be careful out there. We talked about resources that uh, you both provide for older drivers. Um, reiterate again some of those things that PennDOT and the Highway Safety Network have for us to learn more. And uh, if you're an older driver and um, need some resources uh, to kind of do a self-check, uh, where might we find those and uh, what are those resources? Right. So we do have that series of the older driver safety programs um, that we have on our website. And there are four booklets. There's one for the older driver themselves, just some safety tips and things that they can check. Uh, the second one is for the guide for family and friends. There is a guide if you have a medical condition that's been reported to PennDOT, it kind of talks you through that process and how you may be able to restore your license if you do lose your license. And the fourth one is a guide for medical professionals on, on that because in Pennsylvania it is mandatory that a medical professional report um, a symptom or something that may affect a person's driving, they have to report that to PennDOT by law. So um, there's a guide for them as well. And then we also, Angela and I, go out and do community programs. Um, we do senior expos. We do car fit clinics. We go to senior action centers. Any place that is welcome, welcoming us to come in and talk, we do it for free. So we're always happy to, to set those up. We go into different housing developments and things like that. Anything you want to add on that, Angela? It, just that, I mean, as you are getting older, we're not saying that you can't drive anymore. You know, you're over 65, you can't drive anymore. Um, it really is just being aware of certain warning signs and making sure that you're taking care of yourself and, and checking on those prescriptions that you're taking um, and making sure that it's still safe for you to be on the road.
And uh, I would say be proud of the label. Uh, older driver also sometimes means experienced driver. That's right. Um, as well. And maybe there's uh, another role that these older drivers can have. As we talked about, kids sometimes tell their parents, um, you know, maybe these older drivers can help young drivers, too, uh, know some of the safety things and be a good role model and know when it's time to stop driving. Right, absolutely. So as we wrap up here this morning, we've uh, talked about Older Driver Safety Awareness Week, and uh, in our 710 segment, we talked about uh, holiday travel and some of the things that we need to uh, be aware of in that. Just a good time uh, this time of year to remind us of all of these things to not only have a safe holiday, but I think uh, as we look ahead to the new year coming up, uh, set up for us uh, some good safety habits that we might carry on into the new year. Some final thoughts on either of our topics this morning. Uh, we'll start with Kim. Yeah, uh, just a reminder again, if you are going to be going out, joining holiday parties or festivities, make sure you plan that safe ride home prior to going out. And anything you'd like to add, Angela? Yeah, I'm always one for the seatbelt. Seatbelt, 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 every trip. And don't get a ticket in this, uh, <laughs> the latest campaign here going on until the end of the month. Click it or ticket because you'll get double tickets if you do that. Um, this is going to be great news today when I go home and tell my wife that not only did she have a geriatric pregnancy, but now she's an older driver. So um, things that, to start off your morning here on WKK. Well, we thank um, our guest this morning, Kimberly Smith. Press Safety Officer for PennDOT uh, District 3 and Angela Bieber of the Community Traffic Safety Program. Thank you so much for being here and reminding us um, that the holidays are a great time to have safety on our mind and to um, be our best selves, I guess, and uh, do all the things, wear your seatbelt, don't drink and drive, uh, plan ahead. I like that that we talked about. Uh, make sure you plan ahead so that you are safe and uh, we don't want any tragedies in anybody's families this time of year. That's right. We want to take you out of the news business, right? We That's right. Yeah. News we want so. slow news days <laughs> all right. the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So thank you very much. Um, we, uh, You can uh, check out this later today. Uh, our fabulous producer, Rob Center, will have it online. If you missed any of our interview, um, check out our podcast page on WKOK.com.